0: What you gonna do When Hulk Hogan runs wild
1: Everybody, to another episode of the Other Wrestling Dave's podcast. I'm your host, Dave Rosenberg, and I'm here with Dustin Whitehead from Michigan Sports and Entertainment.com. Dustin, we just got done watching SmackDown's debut on Fox. I know there's a lot to unpack, uh, so let's just start with that main event. Brock Lesnar defeated <laughs> Kofi Kingston in about four seconds flat with one at five. And took the WWE Championship, and of course we had the surprise—I guess you can call it—of Kane Velasquez mm-hmm. coming out, uh, accompanied by Rey Mysterio. So that whole Rey angle on Monday on Raw, that um, that led to Kane Velasquez. There was something in the plan. So I know you have a lot to say about this. So go off.
0: Yeah, I mean. It's nice to know that everyone has wasted their time for the past six months with Kofi Kingston. It's, it's nice to know that the first African-American WWE champion in history doesn't mean shit. It's nice to know that he can't be taken seriously, but he can beat everybody clean for six months, never loses a match, always wins clean, most protected babyface champion since... One of John Cena's reigns, maybe? like I'm not even kidding. The dude was protected perfectly. But yeah, it's they nice spent to know he can't have a like, ten...
1: Getting his finisher over too, so I don't really understand. I mean, they didn't have a match. They literally did not have a match. It was nope. just. four It's seconds nice to know lost.
0: that you can't give him a ten to twenty minute match on TV against Lesnar, like Co- like an AJ Styles, like a Daniel Bryan, like uh, Seth Rollins. You know, it's nice to know that Kofi isn't worth having that type of match for, and is incredible and is automatically back in the mid card and mediocre. It's nice to know that they don't give a shit. Yeah, it's that's how I feel. (laughs) Like I, I don't have a problem with Lesnar winning, but why? Why not give the match time? You didn't need the stupid eight-man tag. You didn't need like there's a point to that, but you didn't need a lot of things tonight. They didn't
1: need half the stuff that was on the show. And exactly. I mean, honestly, they didn't need the Aaron Andrews segment, which I really enjoyed. I tweeted about that. Yeah. But they didn't need her to interview. I mean, it makes Kofi look like an absolute moron. Like, was he this delusional Correct. to think that he was going to stay the champ? Were we this delusional to think that he had a chance? So,
0: I. Yeah, exactly. This was, this was and, so bad. Yeah. Another thing about the ending, though, it's clear that. The rumors about Fox wanting it to feel real is true because yeah, there's the boxer Fury earlier in the show. We'll get to that probably, but then you have Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar is your champion. So we're going back to 2010 MMA heavyweight division like it matters. Like, guess what? It doesn't. Like I should care about Cain Velasquez debuting, but I don't because you completely pissed off the whole world or a lot of people by just not. Taking protecting the guy you've protected since February, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: no, I, I totally agree. But he, there, there Kofi, is when's
0: the last time Kofi lost the match or got pinned?
1: Uh, I, I mean, April
0: before right? that, by uh, who was it in the, the fatal five way elimination match or whatever, and he lost at the end of Orton or whatever. That's the last time I remember him losing a match on SmackDown, and that's when he got over more than he already was. Yeah, I mean, he's been the
1: WWE champion for literally six months. He he's been six months. He's been and it means completely nothing. protected, and it it doesn't mean anything. But uh, I mean, there are some people who are happy about Brock Lesnar. There are a lot of people who wanted Brock Lesnar to beat Kofi Kingston. Now, I agree with you that this was not the right fashion to do. I don't have a problem with winning, it. though. Yeah, and and that's the point that I'm trying to make is that I don't think either yeah. of us are particularly mad. That this was the end, but I know that you and I both were looking at the clock around the 15 minute mark when the match hadn't started yet, and we're like, what are mm-hmm. they going to give these guys? And at best, Absolutely we were nothing. hoping for a five minute, you know, all out match or something that would have been really a cool way to start off Fox SmackDown. Yeah. But. And what not- makes it
0: worse, though, is that Kofi got killed, and then Brock acts like a bitch. Like. <laughs> You know, oh, it's Cain Velasquez. I'm scared. Oh, I'm going to powder out of the ring and, oh, like, cry and act like I'm scared. You just kill the dude in, like, five seconds. Yeah,
1: I so mean, that that, that's the thing Hulk is, is you, have, you have this chain that it all trickles down, right? Like, if Kane, Kane is all of a sudden, everyone in WWE is apparently scared of, quote, unquote, real fighters. Like, that's what this said yep. to me, you know? Like, yep. this was like. Well, Kofi beat everyone, including like Randy Orton. And, you know, they they tried to give him big wins and things like that. And the only person who could beat him was Brock Lesnar. So at the very least, the show should have ended with us thinking, okay, Brock Lesnar, as much as we don't like it, is the best that there is. And he's an absolute monster. But we don't think that. We think like, wow, Cain Velasquez is the biggest monster in the world. And it's like, you're right. It's a 2010s MMA uh, feud, you know, and we're going on 2020. You know, so this, yeah, I mean, exactly. I can't imagine that they're going to do this. I, this has to be the mania thing, right?
0: Yeah. Um, hmm, Maybe Survivor Series, even, but I mean, hopefully the thing Survivor is, Survivor
1: Series, so they get it over, or Rumble, wanna... or
0: something. I don't know. But it, like, it's just, you got to think about these things if you're the WWE. Look at the, like, just think about it. If the match was 10, anywhere from even 8 to 15 minutes. And they had a really good match. Kofi bumped his ass off. Lesnar looked like Lesnar when he's on. And then you did that? Nobody would be mad. Because, unless the people that hate Lesnar, blah, 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 is champ. But nobody that realistically went into that, went into that expecting Lesnar to win would be mad. Because they had a match. This is what people don't like about Lesnar. This isn't the type of heat that is good. It's not good heat. This is... I can hate this guy because I hate him. It's not because I don't have a reason. I hate him because you know what I'm saying though? You know what I'm trying to say?
1: No, absolutely. It's it's not like literally there's nothing good. I mean, that's this is pretty much the reason we're doing a show tonight immediately yeah. after it. We weren't planning on doing this show, but it was so bad that you and I were like, "Well, let's at least put together a 30-minute uh bitch fest if nothing else." Um, but Yeah. we, we can let's let's talk about the rest of the show because there were There were some. I got something that'll
0: wrap this together, though. The Tyson Fury-Strowman crap. Like, is Fox... Like, I know everyone says Vince is booking. Is Fox booking SmackDown? Do they want all their real fighters? Do they want to make this about, like, tough guys? And are they, like, begging Ronda Rousey to come back right now or what? Because I'm really already annoyed off the first night of all these real fighters just getting all the spotlight like i don't know if fox knows this but wwe has a roster of probably over 200 talents that are pretty damn good (laughs) a lot of them yeah i mean there there was
1: clearly there was the influence of the real sports feel in this uh episode and you know
0: fox will learn real quick when the ratings drop
1: yeah, but uh, Fox isn't in control. I mean, they can do as much. As, they can do as much as USA did. Okay, the reason we have things like the twenty four seven championship and and other dumb things is because that's what USA put that. together a list. Of. Yeah, but USA put together a list of things that they liked and for like you know. Vince pretty much gets to pick and choose, okay, I'll make him happy by giving him this, by giving him that, so at the end of the day, like, Cain Velasquez isn't, it's, it's Vince not booking it properly, okay, if, I have no problem with Tyson Fury and Cain Velasquez being in WWE and having programs, right, but like, it seems to me that this entire thing could have happened without Brock Lesnar having the belt, like,
0: Well, it's like Goldberg. They showed him. That that was the ironic thing. Did you see that little flash to the corner of Goldberg standing in the crowd? I didn't see Goldberg, no. Yeah, that that son of a bitch was standing there. They showed him for two seconds right after Lesnar won the gold. And it's like a flashback to Goldberg killing Kevin Owens. (laughs) Well, Kevin's, you know, back, but you get my point. Yeah. It's a flashback to Goldberg beating Kevin Owens in 22 seconds. And then Goldberg beating Lesnar and whatever the heck that was. It was kind of weird. Weird, weird that they flashed him in the corner in the audience, actually. Yeah. But,
1: okay, so the Tyson Fury deal, uh, that kind of came in on – that was the eight-man tag, right, the four, four-on-four. Strowman, Miz, Heavy Yeah, it's kind of sad that none of the other
0: seven mattered.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, Strowman was the only one that mattered. He, it was him, Miz, Heavy Machinery, and they beat AJ, AJ Styles, Orton. Dolph Ziggler, Randy Orton, and Robert Roode. So you had yep. two tag teams, essentially. And then two, decent size, you know, name, I guess. the Miz Only one that got there. an entrance? Yeah, who, who who was the only one who got the entrance?
0: Braun? Sherman. Yep. Yeah, and,
1: and you, you didn't know. like that. You thought, who did you think of that
0: it should go to? Uh, well, it, they didn't make a big enough deal about it, but it is the 20th anniversary of SmackDown. I mean, it should have, like, you could have had him have his entrance, but shouldn't have AJ, an AJ Styles or Randy Orton, two of the least, the 15 best performers on SmackDown over the past 20 years, booking and character-wise, have been, at least got entrances that looking like idiots? Yeah, well,
1: no? I, AJ's technically a Raw guy now, and I think that... Oh, no, the, I get it. I think that with the draft coming yeah. up, that they wanted to stick to that, you know, and if you made it yeah. seem like, you know, they'd have to do the whole, the house that AJ Styles built and all of that. I get Whoa. why they didn't, but you're right, like, Strowman, Strowman has had a handful What's of touchdowns on Smackdowns? SmackDown. Yeah, I, I, you know, I couldn't pick, I couldn't pick them out honestly. So, uh, yeah, exactly. That's the, you know, that's the pretty annoying part is that mm-hmm.
0: it, it just maybe look too much into it.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why they needed to shoot that angle now. Obviously, because they wanted the big sports field, Fox. like you said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But
1: uh, okay. So let's move on to the. Uh, let, let's start at the top of the show, and we'll kind of trace our way back through what we just talked about. So the beginning, I thought, was actually pretty good. Uh, Vince and Stephanie McMahon walked out uh, onto the ramp. There's a whole new stage. There's a whole new deal. It's only yeah, I love the stage. It's only uh, Corey Graves and Michael Cole. So you know, no more Renee Young. Renee Young and Booker T actually are gonna host that backstage show, and they hosted the pre-show. So there there was actually a pre-show for this, which I only caught the last half hour of because I didn't even know what was happening, but. Carissa Thompson was there. I think uh, the, what channel the was Fox on? on Fox was it? Yeah, the Fox and my... the NFL on Fox guys were there, like Michael Strahan huh. and Terry Bradshaw.
0: Um, my TV had two and a half men on it, so I don't it. know. Yeah. Hmm. So I seen, I heard about it and everything, but I got a you know standard uh, charter, and I had two and a half men on my TV.
1: I have U so that's interesting. But yeah, no, I definitely yep. got this um it was fun for what it was it was like i don't know if you ever watched those uh, takeover or uh you know yep. WWE pay-per-view pre-shows but they're not like the best things in the world but you could basically sit someone down for an hour in front of it and go here are all the relevant storylines and the video packages tend to be like some of the best things that WWE does so i didn't think the pre-show was too bad and then of course like i said vince and stephanie came out and i think this was the best part of the show for me is that vince came out and said you know Welcome to SmackDown on Fox, and then he left, and it was awesome, cause yeah, I, I didn't he, want to see. him. he's done that him. a
0: couple times in the past, randomly for big events, and
1: he's good for the big pop. Everyone, you know, he doesn't have to be Mr. McMahon, the big angry heel no. anymore. You know, he can just exactly. come out there. We appreciate everything that he's done. We appreciate this. <laughs> I mean, look how much wrestling we've gotten to watch this week, and pretty much every week yeah. for the rest of our lives. I mean, that does mm-hmm. not happen without Vincent, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So I, yes sir, you know, I think that let him come out, let us cheer for him, and then let him go. Let him get back in Gorilla, do what it is he needs to do. And you know, Stephanie was out there, and notably, I guess Shane wasn't, but he had a match that we'll get to. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I, I thought that entrance was perfect. Then they kind of rolled the theme song. I thought the the theme song, I, I think you liked it, but I, I thought it was very Monday night, like Sunday night football, you know, like the intro that they do with, with yeah, you know, Carrie Underwood or whatever cool, it is. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, it's different from songs in the past. I mean, it was a little bit slower, you know, and I don't know, I like the graphics of it and everything, so I thought it was kind of cool, but. Oh, because, indeed. you know, in the past they have like, dun, 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 you know. Like, yeah, uh, but I, I like the song. Yeah.
1: The songs yeah. seem harder than they usually go. They've been kind of going these poppy songs the past couple of true. true redos. And this one seemed like we're going to go American rock, you know, like nothing yeah, which too is metal or anything. Awesome. But it was pretty strong and good. And then they also had a, 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 what I assume are 4K cameras. And I don't have that confirmed, I haven't looked into it. So, but. Yeah. I, you know, both sure. you and I talked about before we started recording that it was it was different watching this show. It had a different look, and I liked it for the most part. But my eyes did have to, have to adjust to it because, you know, I'm used I'm to still watching not adjusted a certain good, but way. I like
0: it. <laughs> yeah, you know, my my eyes didn't adjust to it all all evening or whatever. I mean, I like it.
1: <laughs> no, it, yeah, it was so. good, and it, it kind of made me yeah. focus on the show more than. I tend to, you know, tweet and look yeah, at my phone yeah, and, exactly. and, and get try to talk to people and stuff. And I was watching the, uh, I was watching the show.
0: So yeah, it the felt like first uh, big, it made it feel like a big deal. Yeah, it, it, it was a big deal, and it was a good why. move. I don't know why I made it feel like a big deal, but it's like, it's like you mentioned about the Sunday Night Football or whatever. You know, it's it kind of had that quality vibe. But it's to got it.
1: that real sports feel, you know, which I yep, guess they went yep, overboard which really with. Fox, Fox. Yep. So we have, uh, you know, the first. A uh, wrestler that we get to see at, as SmackDown moves to Fox is the man Becky Lynch, which I thought you know was kind of funny because she's the Raw Women's Champion. So I know. On Smackdown. <laughs> but she cut a good she cut a good promo and it explained why she was there. You know, she said you know yeah. she may be at the top now, but like this, the SmackDown fans were the ones that built her up, that kept chanting yeah, yeah. for her even when she was like if you remember like there was a good year stretch where every week. It seemed like we were talking about yeah. Becky Lynch is just first, not getting the push first that she Smackdown deserves. SmackDown Live
0: Women's Champion. Yeah. For you know, and that was like a as like the baby face, like different than one she is now obviously, and she's a she's a big deal. I mean, she is SmackDown. I would argue she's probably the best female performer in SmackDown history, like booking and character and just. Like, she's on Raw, but she don't feel like Raw. It's like John Cena, you know, he was on SmackDown, but he became Raw, you know. He, he never felt SmackDown again. It's like, you know, some people, just they connect to that brand, and that's who they are. It's not like not everybody's The Miz who just switches every year and is just WWE or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I, I agree, and and I, I like that she was there. I thought it was good. The fans were really into it, and they, you know, gave her a couple of chants and stuff. Then, yeah. uh, I think there was like a, a momentary just full crowd groan because Baron Corbin came out to talk a I little left. shit. And, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, dude, I'm not the biggest fan of Baron Corbin. I mean, I do think that the work he's not done has been better as of late. But, um, you know, when he got out there, I was just like, dude, this is not the guy that I want in the first fucking segment of this show. Uh, but then mm-hmm. The Rock came out to – I said Barry on Twitter and you took Umbridge with that term. You think that Rock was kind of giving him the, you know, the push the so, yeah, the rub.
0: And I just sprinkling Rocky dust on him. I, I like, even if it's I don't bad, Okay, so so Rock came out bad, and basically
1: good. cut a like ten minute promo with Becky Lynch yep. helping to hit all the lines. He hit the millions and millions line. He hit the it doesn't matter what you think. Uh am I missing anything? What else did he did he do? I mean obviously oh, probably, he hit the people's yeah. elbow. Um, He hit
0: the, uh, you look like a 35-year-old virgin at a Comic-Con. He hit that one. That was nice.
1: Yeah. He, uh, they said some stuff. I think they talked about, oh, they talked about testicles. They're really, remember, because they said we're going to Fox. Oh, they got, yes, they got uh, everyone to call him a super tough dude, which is in short (laughs) STD. So Becky played into all of this really well, and I know that this is some of the potty humor that Vince likes, and I know that it's some of the, you know, they're talking about nuts, and they're talking about, I don't know, all this sexual stuff, things that they wouldn't have done in the quote-unquote PG era, so I I, I think this was fun, it definitely got me laughing definitely yeah. got me interested the first 20 minutes of this show i thought were really really good and it was all capped off by baron corbin just getting the shit beaten out of him by the rock so yeah yeah that only was the awesome. only thing that
0: made me sad was uh i don't know if you've seen the tweet from orton last night but he basically said well we have a little promo battle and we have a little match at wrestlemania 36 in tampa which who's the greatest third generation wrestler ever which i I was all for, but it looks like they didn't want to go that way.
1: I, I don't think Rock's getting in the ring anytime soon.
0: Yeah, he, that forty million dollars a movie, really.
1: Yeah, it's just not Martin. worth the money to honestly. Like Vince, <laughs> Vince could pay him, but it would just not be smart for either side. And you don't like, you know, Rock can continue to do what it is that he does. You know, he's one of yeah. two, three, four people which they all had this week. You know, like Hogan, Flair. Uh, Stone Cold yeah. and Rock are pretty much the four big, big, big draws. So I, I liked
0: yeah. what he did. And um, at Cena, they would have it all pretty much. I mean, over the, over there the was past no 30 Cena. years. I of, thought like, that was interesting. Yeah, he tweeted about it, which was kind of
1: nice. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, nice, I guess. But like, you know, Cena, people always talk about his like, bugonomics or like thugonomics run from like 02 to 0, 05 but i mean when he became the guy in 2005 you know he was on raw for basically every year of his career of his whole prime so mm-hmm. it makes sense that he wouldn't be there unfortunately
1: so after the uh rock left we had a women's tag match right becky lynch yep. and charlotte the only
0: four of you, the only four females that matter
1: yeah they they are if you, if you've watched if you've watched so annoying. This, Either Raw or SmackDown over the past two or three weeks, they're literally the only women that are featured. Lacey Evans has been getting some stuff every now and then, but you literally have women like Asuka chasing after the twenty-four-seven uh, champion on these Atheric. shows. And it, yeah, it's just it's horribly mismanaged and uh, like I
0: love the four horsewomen, but like well, they you're need to get. I mean, I
1: I said this on our last show. I think that the end game here is a horsewoman and horsewomen thing, and I am more convinced by that because. Of what happened tonight. Oh, they, on TV? they want, they want Ronda back, you know. So I don't see why they wouldn't call Shayna up and uh, the other two. Yeah. I forget their
0: names. I don't maybe, know if so. you've seen the video package. It was, I kind of found it interesting, but there was uh, a lot of Becky Lynch, or you know, the intro video package. There's a lot of Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Bailey, but
1: that's because no So I, mean, I, I think Charlotte's gonna Cindy lose that. Yeah.
0: You know, what I can see happening. Random is, you know, because Charlotte pinned Bailey tonight. Maybe she wins, and her and Becky Lynch just trade belts. <laughs> like, oh, here, let's just switch. That'd be so stupid. But you know, <laughs>
1: let's just trade. I want to be on this show. I think yeah, pretty much. I think you're gonna see well, all four of them, honestly, um, on SmackDown. I just don't see that's their so, a that's their wow. biggest feud. I yeah, I mean,
0: I don't know how you go about that, but I mean. Good luck, because you're going to have to give everybody to Raw. Well,
1: yeah, I think that you get like you can supplement it by, like, you know, Carm- Raw gets AJ Alexa. Styles. Raw gets – I think Raw's yep, going to yeah. get, like, a Shinsuke Nakamura. I think – That's
0: something I was going to mention earlier about AJ Styles. His kids are, you know, he's basically super dead, and he said he's on his last contract, and I believe he has some uh, sons entering high school. So he's not going to be on Friday nights with, while his sons are playing high school football. Sorry. Like, he, he will be on Raw. That's a fair that's, point. That's one guy who, even though he was, you know, Tuesday Night Smackdown, pretty much Mr. Tuesday Night, I mean, I don't see a chance in hell that he's going to not be at his kids' football games, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I thought the finish of this match was pretty interesting. You had uh, Flair go for the moonsault, and then she locked in the figure uh, four, and, of course, transitioned into the figure eight against Bailey. Um, but, yep. you know, I so know tap outs are submissions are more common with women, but I thought mm-hmm. that this was telling of something. I mean, you know, y- you think it too, right, <laughs> that Charlotte's getting another title
0: reign like Sunday. I don't know if she's going to win it, but I feel like they'll do a match again because they only have three officials. So Yeah, they did not the announce any more so. matches
1: for Hell in the Cell, did they?
0: Nope, nothing. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> All right. What are they doing? Okay. I mean, I'm not trying to. Like, I wasn't trying to shoot on the four horse. I, mean, I love them all. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Sasha, but we can have that discussion another time. Yeah,
1: but no, your point still stands. I mean, they don't need to be featured every waking second that a woman like, is on they've screen. Been doing there are other
0: women. They've been doing a better job with Becky. Like, she hasn't been on TV every week, but every since Sasha just came back, every episode every time like bailey every episode Ross, MacDown doesn't matter charlotte maybe she's missed one or two but every episode pretty much doesn't matter yeah it's like i oof. mean i just
1: um, I, I i'm getting to the point where i've seen enough of them but you know yep, we'll, we'll see how that goes and then after that is when they showed the uh Aaron andrews segment that i talked about with uh the new day and kofi was saying that he's an underdog and this is what he does and That just turned out to look pretty stupid by the end of the show. And this is where they introduced, you know, showed one of the many shots of Tyson Fury uh, that, you know, they wanted us to know that he was there. And I'm actually, you know, hitting myself on the back of the head because I didn't see the Stroman Fury interaction coming. But, like, looking at the show back after we've seen It it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
0: it was obvious after the fact. It's like, oh... Stroma's the only one that gets to the entrance. Oh, Stroma's the only one that's been in this match that's bumping anybody. Oh, Dolph Ziggler's the only guy that's been legal. Of course he's going to pin him. Oh, they touched... Oh, okay. Fury's been on TV, what, four times in that first hour they showed him, for crying out loud? Yeah. I mean... And they also showed they, they also
1: showed Kurt Angle and Mick Foley, which was nice. But then Seth Rollins came out and the Firefly Funhouse interrupted, which... Made me think immediately about like, oh, those legends they just showed got beat up by this crazy psycho clown. So, I, you know, I don't <laughs> – I thought that was a did Kurt get attacked? Yeah, I thought he did.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's good storytelling. I didn't even think about that. I give him credit for that. That's good storytelling.
1: And um, so, you know, so they did – I think – I don't think this was The Fiend's <laughs> first appearance on SmackDown. He's been on the show – but I think that this mm-hmm. is, like, the first time since the first week that they have debuted something on the show. They usually just show a replay of the Firefly Funhouse. And th- this week, it was definitely made for Fox. You know, he he cut a whole promo. And yeah. he did the whole thing with Ramblin' Rabbit and, uh, what's the, Mer- Mercy Chopping the Buzzard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like and, and the, he put him in, like, a little cage. Uh, Ramblin' Rabbit was a Seth Rollins fan and he got killed. So Seth Rollins... Uh, not Seth Rollins. Ramblin' Rabbit is the new Kenny from South Park. He just dies every episode of <laughs> WWE that we get. So,
0: Oh, man, I love The Fiend so much. Like, <laughs> I understand that it ruined having Rollins versus Nakamura, but they both have championship gold. They probably both shouldn't lose right now anyway. So, The Fiend is... The best character in wrestling right now. Best thing in wrestling right now, honestly. Even counting in NXT, AEW. I mean, I don't even care. I enjoy all that stuff, but this is my favorite. The Fiend.
1: So then, like you said, we had the Universal Champion Seth Rollins versus the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura. Not for any belts, but they like to put Champion versus Champion because there's prestige. Sami Zayn's on the side, but he was relatively quiet, I guess you could say. He just... He was just there. I didn't even notice him until, like, maybe there was one little spot in the match where he was involved, but I didn't think he was important. And we both, we all knew that The Fiend was coming out in the middle of this match. So when the lights started to shut off, I think Corey Graves (laughs) said, you know, not now. And it was like, what do you mean not now? Like, from the minute we saw the Funhouse start, we knew this was going to happen.
0: Yeah. It was good stuff. I mean... It was a little bit longer of a Firefly Funhouse segment. They probably should try keeping them till a minute to two instead of three to four. But I mean, it doesn't, it's not that big of a deal. I still enjoyed it. And I know you've seen uh, on Twitter that they had, how is this match going to end? Pinfall, submission, or disqualification? I hope it's not
1: DQ because it's, it's, How,
0: how in the hell can a hell in a cell? end in a DQ um I think it's happened in the past couple years but because they're idiots so
1: (laughs) that's what WWE likes to do
0: it's stupid he if he doesn't win he's gonna go I don't know Becky's on Smackdown Seth will be on Smackdown so let's take the belt off him and have the fiend be the key focus of Raw and apparently just have real fighters be the focus of Smackdown for crying out loud but yeah yeah,
1: and then we had uh the Kevin Owens <laughs> Shane McMahon ladder match. Uh, this yeah. was a loser is fired match, I guess from WWE, but Kevin Owens won, so I just I just have to imagine that he's going to be on Raw. Right? Like him and Stephanie are just going to swap. Yeah,
0: I think he's actually going to remain on TV for a while.
1: Well, he's maybe, definitely won. maybe
0: until January. For, like, the Royal Rumble time. I mean, you know, actually, that's it. Shane's just going to win the Royal Rumble. Oh, God, yeah. no. <laughs> <That's>, you're <laughs> definitely eliminated. right.
1: Um, that's the problem.
0: Maybe he the Rumble, but He's going to eliminate Kevin Owens from the Rumble. How about that? Yeah, is that, that stupid, is
1: like almost that? certain. Wow. I mean, yep. WWE that booking.
0: With that. Yay. <laughs> okay,
1: so overall, I thought that this match was good. It was clear that they were kind of <laughs> rushing through it. I don't know what happened with the time because yep. they certainly had time at the end, but I guess they had to get through it.
0: Um Rock always takes more time than he's given, but it's okay. It's the that's run. fine.
1: The The big <laughs> spot here, I think, was uh, when Shane leaped from the corner off the turnbuckle while Owens was on the commentary table.
0: And, and he clearly missed him. Yeah, he
1: just, I mean, you heard the announcer oh. go, oh my God, he hit him in the chest. It was nowhere near his chest. It was shoulder into the table chest, next right? to him. Yeah. I mean, this is why you're not going to see him until at least January cuz he's he's time to recover. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's gonna die. He's 50 years old. He's like Is he 50 already? I mean, he's 49 or 50 or something, but like oh, wow. like I'm nervous when Jericho takes some yeah. stuff, you know? Like Shane McMahon is not Chris Jericho, you know? He's just not and it's like Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: It's just very. So I was happy, but I was very shocked because I, you know, part of me, there's, you know, everyone has their predictions, but the one prediction that I heard that I liked the most was uh, Owens losing and going to NXT because I thought the idea of having Owens on NXT just was really, really cool. Uh, but that's not yeah. what's happening. So uh, Kevin Owens okay. is gonna stay. You think he stays on SmackDown or you think he gets drafted to Raw? Oh,
0: um. I kind of hope he goes to Raw, and I don't think I'd have said that before t- today. But if they're going with this real fighter look and all that BS, I mean, at least he could probably be a top guy in Raw.
1: Yeah, you're right. They're not gonna let um some fat guy like, be yeah. on the real fighter brand at the top. You're, you know, that's a good oh. point. It's all about it's all about playing the companies at this point. You know,
0: yeah, it's kind of annoying. I mean, I enjoy him on either show. He's kind of like. Like I mentioned The Miz earlier, you know, he kind of switches every time, but it's because he's just that damn good and can play any role. So, obviously better than The Miz, but you get my point. He's that utility player who can be a heel, baby face, uh, you know, can be a fresh feud for somebody if he switches and all that good stuff. So,
1: yeah, I I wouldn't mind if he went to Raw. No, I, I think that's the right place for him, especially with the whole, you know, real fighter thing that we've been talking about all night. Yeah, exactly. I thought the way that this this thing ended was really fun. You know, after after he got the briefcase or won the ladder match, he you know grabbed the mic and he gave the McMahon "You're fired," and he hit the stunner on Shane. So that was that was a good you know kind of
0: good ending of
1: it. Yeah, that's that's how you want it to be, right? Um, Yeah. So I'm glad that they
0: just sorry, but just to talk about those two, they've. That's, like, probably Shane McMahon's best rival. Yeah, for <laughs> it's sure. It's kind of weird to think about because, you know, he basically didn't win a match for, like, a decade and all that. But I was it was at, I was I actually at the Hell in a Cell where they faced off in Detroit. And uh, it was the first uh, WWE event at Little Caesars Arena a couple of years back. And it was really good. And they have decent chemistry and... I mean Shane, you know, was trying to kill himself like he said. So, (laughs) I mean, he does actually. Looking back on that night, it was Usos versus New Day in a Hell in a Cell, and Kofi looked good. But you know, Kofi doesn't matter. No, actually, I don't think he was in that match. I think he's on the outside as a cheerleader. But you know, apparently that's his role. He's a cheerleader, so it's okay.
1: (laughs) Then there was this uh, Caleb Braxton Paul Heyman interview. Paul Heyman actually did a cool interview at the beginning. It was essentially a promo, but you know he did it at the beginning yeah. of the show. I think it might have been actually at the end of the pre-show, but I I was it got me very hyped for SmackDown, um, and this was also a good promo. So I just think that anytime you can get Paul Heyman on the camera, uh, you should. But maybe back him up a little because these 4K cameras really showed off his upper lip sweat. So <laughs> I, awesome. it was hard not to notice, man. It was hard not to notice.
0: Next thing, you, next thing you know, you'll be noticing his forehead sweat because, you know, you don't have any hair up there.
1: <laughs> he does not. <laughs> and then, okay, so then we had the uh, Braun Strowman-Tyson uh, Fury thing after the eight-man tag. We talked about
0: that. David, time out, David. We have some bad news about your UCF I, football team. I know. I'm watching the game. That's. I, I, I've been I, on the mute in the background, and I just seen this fourth and literally three inches, and they got the first I'm going to say like they cheated. Gonna be... <laughs> looks like it's going to be 27-24 Cincinnati. <laughs> he could fumble on Anyways. the kneel. Yeah. Looks like the clock's out. But... All right. He didn't, he
1: didn't back fumble. Back to wrestling. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Back to wrestling. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the last match that we have to talk about, because we <laughs> talked about the uh, main event extensively, is the uh, yep. Roman Reigns-Eric Rowan-Lumberjack match. Where, I I don't know that I paid attention at all during this, except for the big dive, which I know you were impressed by.
0: Yeah, same thing for me. I mean, Cincinnati no really is
1: storming the goddamn field because they beat UCF. Hey. Get hey. the fuck out of here! Oh my god! Yeah. All right, let's wrap
0: this. Well, you, guys are, up. Well, you guys are such real national champions and all. Man.
1: Two yeah. years yeah. ago, no one's claiming a national championship this year. All right, back to I mean,
0: because
1: got such a legacy, and you know.
0: I mean, I like Cincinnati's head coach. I mean, when he was at Ohio State, he was a really good person for Michigan to beat. The only time in the past 15 years, but, you know, whatever.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I mean, Reigns Rain, R- and Rowan. Back to Reigns and Rowan. Yeah.
0: No, it's basically, that's how I felt about Reigns and Rowan. I got distracted really easy and didn't really care. <laughs> kind of like what you just did right there. Yeah, but, um,
1: Luke Harper was I mean, in it. Ringside, the finish. Uh, yeah. Danny Ryan Bryan came in. okay. Uh, Daniel Bryan is a good talker, so anytime he's allowed to be on commentary, I'm into it. He usually says. Whenever he retires as a
0: full-time wrestler, I wouldn't mind if he was on commentary. It was like, oh, they'd ruin him. Or less perverted Jerry the King it. He would need I to
1: mean. leave some. He would need to leave WWE and go elsewhere. I I would love for him to be a commentator. He actually did
0: fine in the past, like he did that cruiserweight tournament, and I thought I didn't mind him. I mean,
1: That's true. I forgot that he did
0: that. Pretty good. some pretty good out there. I mean, he's a good talker, so. Anyways, we keep getting distracted by this match because it just doesn't matter. It was a placeholder to Sunday. So. Yeah, it's it's basic, and you then the, it? it
1: ended with the two babyfaces shaking hands, Reigns and Brian. So Brian is a babyface on Fox, which is I think yeah. good unless they do the turn. I don't think they're. Maybe doing he should the go turn. to RAW
0: too. I think he might go to RAW too because he's little. Yep. <laughs> and he wasn't in the video package. It was you know Reigns and Seth Rollins were. And- yeah. I just got some vibes. I, maybe, Smackdown is Maybe, be maybe what I know isn't what I know anymore, or what I think I know, because apparently Raw might become the wrestling brand. That's just the vibes I, I'm getting. Okay,
1: NXT is the wrestling brand. Let's be real. Did if you, you get, watch? I'm we watched that show.
0: We, that's different. We know that. We know that NXT and AEW are just different. Well, I
1: I have thought for the past couple of years that SmackDown was the better show. Now, the one advantage that SmackDown does still have is that it's two hours. Two hours. Although, I will say two hours felt a little short tonight because it was such a... It was a pay-per-view-esque type deal. So, to make it two hours was kind of tough, honestly.
0: Yep. Oh, man. I mean... I mean, I guess that's the third out of three matches I'm looking forward to on...
1: Sunday yeah but I
0: mean (laughs) there
1: needs to be more so I I hope that they make them I don't want them to I mean I think it's dumb that they make them on Twitter and things like that so yeah maybe I bet you one of these matches gets set up on like Sunday NFL countdown on Fox you know what I mean probably that's a good idea like they're just gonna do all sorts of gimmicky shit to make people watch Hell in a Cell but I'm okay with that
0: ugh Man, SmackDown's really been my favorite the past couple years, and I've enjoyed a lot more of the storytelling. Well, that's because it's been the
1: B show, and Vince has been a lot, you know, he hasn't had to focus on it so much. I mean,
0: that crap is just, I guess. I mean, I don't know if that means anything anymore besides one having three and the other one having two. I feel like they've been kind of even for the past couple of years, especially when SmackDown started going live on Tuesdays.
1: Yeah, but it's about how much focus Vince is putting into things. I mean, if Vince stays away and does the XFL, we'll be fine. But did this look like an episode that Vince stayed away from?
0: (laughs) Not the last segment. Goddamn, pal. You got to make Lesnar look strong. (laughs) Oh, he can't lose to this jabroni. He can't even take a bump for him.
1: I mean... I'm like ending it with the rock would have just been so much better.
0: No, probably I mean, not. I just like based the start. They ended it. People I like to start. Well, okay.
1: I'm saying if they just didn't do that whole ending at all, like make that yeah, match yeah, for yeah. hell in a cell, make piss us off. That yeah, like, yeah. I just was not. <laughs> much. I was not a fan. That was
0: Lesnar's first match on TV since 2004, and it was four seconds. He couldn't even give us a second per year for what he it hasn't wrestled on TV. It wasn't even a match. On TV.
1: It wasn't even a match. You get my
0: point, though. He couldn't give us 15 seconds, one second per year that he hasn't wrestled on TV. All
1: right, real quick. We <laughs> we finished up uh, SmackDown, oh, but one thing I want to talk to you before we finish recording. Yeah. And we're at about 40 minutes now, so we still have a little bit of time to talk. Um, yeah. NXT AW ratings, right? We mm-hmm. tweeted it out. I kind of broke down the ratings in one of the tweets and stuff. And, uh, you know, AEW did a 1.4 and mm-hmm. NXT essentially did a 0. 0.9. Yep. So what what do you make of those numbers? I mean, there's all the talk. You know, we've talked to a bunch of people on Twitter, both, both of mm-hmm. us, about... You know, what do ratings mean? What do they, how, do they matter at all? You know, do they matter for anyone but advertisers? So what's your what's your assessment of what these ratings mean?
0: Hmm. It's different for me because I feel like ratings kind of haven't mattered over the past, since 2001. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like yesterday or Wednesday was the first day that ratings have mattered in almost eight. 18 side to head, and I guess there was like a three-week stretch where TNA tried going on Mondays back in the day, but no. So (sighs) what I take from it is people were were excited for AEW. We were excited for AEW. A lot of people said they were going to watch AEW live and watch NXT second. At the end of the day, I feel like the total viewers are probably closer than those numbers let on. Like, for like, if you count everything, DVR and all that type of thing. But I did think NXT was a better show, so that's how I'm going to do this from now on. What was the better show is the one I'm going to watch live the next week, and I'm going to watch NXT. And hopefully AEW has that for 10 to 12 showing, and I'll watch that too. But like, if AEW has a better show next week, I'll watch them live. That's how I'm going to do it. I know a lot of people are picky, and they're, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. I can't support this. I can't support that. First of all, to those people, no offense, eh, all offense, fuck off, because it's wrestling and it's and Wednesday nights is good shit and it's worth everyone tuning into both shows. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, that's kind of my take on it is don't take this shit too seriously, okay? I mean, we exactly. talk a lot about it, but at the end of the day, like, if you're one of the 900,000 people that, walked, that watched NXT in the USA... Congratulations, you watched an awesome, awesome wrestling show. And if you're one of the 1.4 million who watched Dynamite on Wednesday, congratulations, you watched an awesome, awesome wrestling show. And, you know, WWE sent out that little corny statement because I think they knew that they were going to get beat. Um, But one thing is true that they said is that the real winners are the fans here. I mean, you know, we can do all the math you want, right? We can talk about the fact that the combined viewers looks to be about the same that's watching Raw, so are they really drawing any new viewers? We can talk about the fact that the NXT and AEW viewers seem to be pretty separate, except for the fact that there was a 600,000-plus uh, viewership on the rerun, so does that mean all the NXT watchers went to go watch AEW after and that more people felt like they had to watch AEW because NXT was going to be well, on I'm the WWE, WWE Network?
0: I fell asleep.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's you we know, could go into it all day. Bottom line. bottom line, more people watched AEW Dynamite. It doesn't mean that yeah. it's a better show than NXT. We think that NXT was the better show last week, but that yeah. both shows were very very good. Now, do I think Brilliant. that ratings are going to increase um mm-hmm. or go down? I actually think that both shows are going to go up next week. I, I think, think AEW passes NXT 1.5 and NXT goes over a million.
0: I don't know, man. I feel like they might, they might go up for the next couple weeks, but then I feel like it's might be going down. I don't think it's just going to be like this consistent growing thing, you know. I think it might just not
1: forever. But I think that a lot of people are assuming that it's going to balance out, and that all the AEW viewers that were interested, like you know, there's a there is a group of people like you and I who enjoy both Mm -hmm. products rationally and have to make Mm -hmm. a decision because, like you know, we we both kind of watched it live, but you know yeah. you, you tried it out it wasn't easy and so no, it wasn't yeah so you, <laughs> so you have to pick and when you have to pick yep. uh, you know someone is going to get fucked you know you you're just going to have to watch mm-hmm. one afterwards but uh, you know those people i mean they just get to watch a bunch of wrestling so who 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 like you said who cares don't take it so seriously ratings are ratings i mean yes like the only way ratings would super super matter is if AEW did like a 250 you know if AEW did not get any ratings they'd be dead in the water TNT would be rethinking everything that they did the AW fans mm-hmm. would be freaking out and things like that but that's not the case right both both shows did acceptable numbers for what they are and You know, if it does balance out, if they do both grow, it'll just be better. But I can't imagine that TNT or USA are angry with WWE
0: or AEW, respectively. Let's be happy as hell. Like, you got this product that you know you're going to have consistent viewers for. Both are um, not fully established, but have an established fan base, per se. You know, fans that are going to tune in every week. Fans that have been wanting some form of competition. You know, AEW says it all the time. We are, or they say that they're going to become competition, that's the whole point of this. And fans love that crap, you know, (laughs) like it's going to be, it's going to be fun. And I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. And I can, I'm more curious what it's going to be in February of 2020. And where we're at with the, AEW and NXT, but uh, I would just recommend maybe to go with my philosophy on this. What show do you think was better last week? Watch that one live. And then if you watch them both again, you think the other one's better, watch that one live. I mean, there's no point of being stubborn about this. You know, it's wrestling, and obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you love wrestling, so... (laughs)
1: Well, I'm actually going to be are. watching AW next week because I do have some interest in what we were talking about at the end of the last show. Um, in that, you know, that possible faction with Jake Hager, Chris Jericho, the yeah, Metal Sammy Guevara. I'd like to see where that goes. Um, so I, I'm hoping that they open the show with yeah. that. And I think that, um, you know, Jon Moxley, Sean Spears is a good match mm-hmm. to have advertised. And I think that. Yeah. Uh, you know the Young Bucks and the Private Party is also a good match to have advertised, and you know that they're gonna put on a show because it's the tag team tournament. It's the first match of the tag team tournament, so they want to have that thing get a little bit of prestige. But going the back, match I'm actually
0: looking most forward to that I want to see live is Kashida versus Walter. So that's the one I'm gonna try seeing live. Yeah, I that's mean, just me though. They I understand either a, way.
1: No, I, I totally understand why people would watch NXT, and that's why I say I think NXT numbers are gonna go up. But I think AEW is going to draw in some new fans, too. So I'm going to stick with it for another week, and then I'll, you know, when we do our show next week, you can ask me and we'll uh, figure out what I'm doing. But we're coming yeah. up on time here, so Dustin, you want to let the people know where they can find you on Twitter, Instagrams, any social media, whatever like that.
0: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at dwhitehead 96 and uh, make sure you're following that MSC Pro Wrestling Twitter. It's starting to get a nice fan base and group going, so... It's nice when you can look at a tweet and be like, oh, 100 likes, oh, 50 retweets, oh, 25 replies, I don't know, you know, it's all cool and we love interacting with everybody, so let's keep it going.
1: Yeah, I think we've had close to, i no, I know we've had about 200 uh, followers come on just in the last couple of days, so uh, the Wednesday Night Wars have not only uh, been good to wrestling fans, it's been good to us. It's given us a lot of opportunities to create content. Obviously, SmackDown on Fox gave us a lot to create content. So remember, if you want to hear your questions asked on this show, you can at us on Twitter at MSC Pro wrestling, or you can send us a DM because their DMs are always open if you have a question or maybe you don't feel like talking out in the public. Um, and I totally understand that. So just make sure no, you send us with a hashtag mailbag, something like that.
0: Yeah, and also just remember, we aren't sensitive. So if you get mad and we debate and you block us, that's on you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got debate. I got, I got, I got in an argument this morning at like eight thirty. My eyes weren't even open, and I got blocked. I was like, well, "Are you kidding?" Like...
0: Yeah, exactly. That happened to me uh, yesterday, actually, about uh, something really random. I don't even remember. It was an older gentleman saying, "What well, ratings or something don't matter, but you explain why they." doing ways and yeah, he wasn't accepting it. So
1: I, yeah, people people are really, really excited <laughs> to comment on our posts and tell us what they think. And when we respectfully say, Hey, I disagree with you, they do not want that. But anyways, if you don't want to be one of those people and be a good follower of ours, make sure you're following us at, at MSC Pro
0: Wrestling on yeah, Twitter. We're not, we're not chasing the hug. <laughs> we're not chasing the hug, but anyways. And if you want to find me
1: You can get me at David Rosenberg, R-O-S-E-N-B-E-R-G-G. That's two G's on Twitter. And make sure that you're following our main site's Twitter account, too, at MitchSportsN. That's at M-I-C-H, sports E-N-T. And we'll talk to you again later. See you. Peace.